Ah, it's party time. It is Tuesday. Is it party time? I don't even know anymore at this stage in the game. Uh, I feel like crud. Two weeks going on with this stuff. Uh, but mostly I feel like crap because I just got off doing a hit with Stu Peters and he made me depressed. <laughs> We're living in a weird world, folks. Um, weird world. Uh, and I want to get into some of it today. I hope you guys are doing good. This is Monday's Hangover. Tuesday always is. Um... Yesterday, I got to be honest with you guys. I didn't. I didn't watch last night's show. I, I chimed in right at the end at the live chat just to tell everybody I love them. Um, had some things going on yesterday, but <clears throat> I was mad yesterday. Like yesterday during the show, I was mad. I was just reading some of this stuff, the Trump indictment and the, the indictments and the Oliver. What's his name? Anthony. I can't get his name straight. This this country music kid singing the singing the song. Um, I have to keep looking it up. I want to call him Oliver or something. I want to call him Anthony. I don't know what I want to call him. I can never keep his name straight, which kind of flies in the face of this whole thing that we right-wingers planted him and are propping him up or something. I can't even remember his name. Um, I, want to, I want to talk a little bit more about him in a minute because it's, it's, it's a nefarious plot that's going on, to steal Steve Dace's term. It's a nefarious plot that's going on, and it's going to affect all of us, Okay. They're, they're coming after all of us. And I think that's what got me a little bit uh, depressed on the Stu Peters show when we were just taping a few minutes ago. Um, but I was mad yesterday. I, w- I was irritated. I'm reading these headlines. It just pisses me off. And, and, uh, and I was thinking this morning, I was like, okay, where do we want to go with this stuff? Um, because I want to tell you how to think about them. They're coming after you and me. They're coming after your family. They're coming after your values. And we get on this show, and we like to talk about that. We like to talk about all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world, and we, we hit the highlights. But at the end of the day, how do you think about it? How do you behave? How do you embrace the changes that are happening? If not embrace them, how do you, how do you fight them? Because they're here. And how do you think? How do you act? How do you behave? How do we proceed? Um, there's a few things. I, I, you know, we started yesterday's episode talking about that whole trad wife movement, the traditional thing, and going back to traditional roles and values. And, you know, if you have the ability to become self-sufficient to the degree that you can feed yourself, that you can build some fire, source some water, um, get, you know, get your own uh, food, and you're not so dependent on the government or the supply chain or anything, I encourage you to do it. You know, if you if you got a place where you can put a chicken coop out back and you can put a couple of chickens in there and you can lay some eggs, not you lay the eggs, but you can get some chickens that lay the eggs and you can grab those, you know, do it, do it. I always encourage people to, um, to learn how to be your own bank because we know that the banks are not on a solid foundation these days. Uh, if you want to know how to be your own bank, like for instance, me, what I try to do is, is when it comes to the banks, I try to only keep a couple thousand dollars in the bank at any given time. All right. And then I, there's a way to be your own bank. And so you can actually go to one of the, the, the folks that I partner with at United Patriot coin, where I get my silver, my gold, my bullion, all of that stuff. Um, they'll educate you. They'll, you could talk to them about how to become your own bank. It's, it's pretty nifty, pretty ingenious. 
and um, it's a safeguard against financial crisis. And that's this is not an ad. I'm just telling you, UnitedPatriotCoin.com. Another thing you need to do is you need to go over there and you need to sign up with them and get their Patriot Pack. They'll send you some. Uh, they'll send you some bullion. And they'll send you some coins, some silver. Um, everybody needs to have three things going in their life when it comes to gold and silver. You need to have some numismatic coins. You can look up what that is, but you need to have some verifiable coins that are in the case that the numismatic, the absolutely mint condition, uh, because they hold their value better. You need to have some gold and silver on hand, and you need to have some bullion, and you need to have that. Those guys over at United Patriot Coin do a great job. If you want to get into the stuff like we talk about from time to time with the IRAs and the 401ks or whatever you want to do that back by gold and silver, they can help you do all that stuff. I'm just telling you, get self-sufficient. When we talk about my Patriot supply, when we talk about getting preparedness food, when we talk about you know making sure your knives are sharp and your guns are clean and you have ammunition and you have the ability to, to create shelter, we, you need to do those things. You know, I look at what happened in Maui. And there's a lot of conspiracies that are coming out. And, and I'm, I'm starting to look at this thing with a real caustic view. Um, I don't trust. I, I just, I'll go on record right here and say that I don't trust anything our government has its fingerprints on. Anything our government touches, I, I don't have any. And Maui, this, this, I mean, you see the image there of this gorgeous paradise um, that's now just been laid waste. This is land that for a long time the conglomerates have been trying to get their hands on. It's amazing that none of the so-called elitists that live in Maui, uh, none of their properties burned or even touched. I mean, you look at Will Smith, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, all these different folks who have properties there untouched. But yet these properties and then you realize that their siren system didn't go off. I mean, that is one of the most sophisticated and largest warning systems on the on the globe there in Hawaii. I mean, this is an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Their ability for emergency to have emergency alerts is absolutely essential to their existence. And they didn't go off. They didn't happen. When you look at the fact that now we're starting to see how many uh, – children were home alone and with no means of being able to escape and it was too late when they finally did realize something was wrong uh, this is a bad bad situation and so when you you look at a situation like maui and and you realize that something like that whatever caused it whatever happened it could happen anywhere in many ways and, you know, yesterday, Joe Biden or whoever tweets for Joe Biden on his POTUS account, because Joe Biden, I don't think, has ever tweeted anything ever in the history of ever. Um, the POTUS account on X stated that he had just signed a new bill giving $50 billion, allocating $50 billion for climate change. Well, the people of Maui are going to receive $700 each. Um, what they experienced was legitimate climate change. The, the wildfire, it gets really hot really fast. And, and that's, that's the climate that you don't want changing that rapidly. And they're going to get $700. Whereas the cult of climate change out there, the president of the United States is going to get $50 billion of your money 
just just keeps writing checks, just keeps writing checks. But when it comes to Maui, has no comment. The point is, the federal government's not coming to save you. If anything, they're coming to destroy you. They're not after Donald Trump. They're after you. If, if they can silence Donald Trump, then they, then they want to silence his followers as well. You look at this indictment that happens in happened in Georgia that, you know, they leaked the thing shouldn't have happened. They don't they, say, they don't know how that indictment leaked. But then they uh, also name what, 18 other 20 other co-conspirators, something conspirators. I mean, all the way to, you know, people like my friend Jenna Ellis. I mean, this is insane what what they're trying to do. And you say, well, then Trump shouldn't have broken the law. I, I, let me ask you guys a question. When the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC, when they hired, um, you know, a, a, a foreign agent to create the Steele dossier and they came up with the Russian collusion hoax. And we've now know that all of that was manufactured by, you know, the Democratic Party and particularly Hillary Clinton's campaign. Was that not breaking the law? I mean, when we had to spend $30 million in two years of our time on the Mueller report that re- revealed that nothing happened, is that not criminal? I mean, is, is, are you seriously going to sit there and tell me that somebody like Hillary Clinton is untouchable? I mean, if we're just going to go out there and indict Donald Trump for every phone call, everything he questioned, then, then we can never question elections ever again. We'll never be able to uh, say, you know what, I, I don't think that that was accurate. I don't think that was right. I think we need to take another look at that. Yeah, but he encouraged people to, you know, storm the Capitol. No, he did not. And you know that he didn't. You're creating a narrative in order to fit something to push your agenda. And, you know, that's BS. So if they can go after Trump, they can go after his inner circle, if you want to call it that. But those who, you know, were power players, they're going to go after you, too. They're going to silence Places like the Blaze, they're going to silence people with a platform, those who have a voice. You know, the people that you love to come on here and bitch about and say, well, I don't agree with you. Okay, it doesn't matter if you agree or not. When they silence everybody, when they, when they shut us all off and turn the power off, guess what? You're not going to have anybody to agree or disagree with, and there's not going to be anybody out there speaking the things that you are hoping somebody will have the balls to say and use their platform to push because they're going to silence everybody. They're going to come for everybody. If at any time, I mean, again, if they're going to start arresting people who were within a quarter mile of the Capitol building on January 6th, they're going to come after anybody who has any sentimental feelings whatsoever towards, you know, the Trump presidency. Anybody that supports and, and don't think that just because you don't support Trump that you're going to be exempt from this deal. No, you're not going to be exempt from this deal because let's say you are a supporter of Ron DeSantis. I've told you on this show over and over again, they're just going to say Ron DeSantis is worse. You're coming after all of us. So you better be prepared. You better be prepared. You better be prepared financially. You better be prepared uh, with, with your food, with your shelter. You better get You better get the resources in your hands while you still can. Take the necessary time to prepare. You know what you need to be doing? You need to be exercising. You need to be physically better off than what you are right now. Uh, I've been convicted of that in recent months. I've been doing something about it. I, I don't I don't want to have the world go to hell in a handbasket. And I mean, let's say you're in Maui. You got to escape into the water to get away from wildfire. Flyer, I can't even speak wildfires. I hope I hope, you know, your fat ass can get down the beach and get down there away from the fire again. These days, 
we're we're so morbidly obese and and have gotten so comfortable with everything. I, I what I said, I spoke to a group in Amarillo this past Thursday night, and I said we're in the bring me something phase of life. You know, the older we get, I always do a joke about how guys, the older we get, we we kind of we just want to sit around and prop our feet up, watch TV, and just have you bring us something, bring us a beer, bring us a sandwich. If you're going, if you're leaving the house, just bring us something back. Bring me something to eat. Bring me something. Bring me something. That's where we are as the American people now. Just bring me something. I, I just, just give to me. I, I want to make sure that I'm taken care of, cradle to grave. I pay my taxes, then the roads ought to be smooth, and you know the power ought to get turned on, the water ought to be flowing. Well, what happens when that shit stops? You think that just because you're an American, you live in the greatest first world country that's ever existed, that you're obligated and owed some kind of sense of comfort and convenience? You're not at all. And it can all go south real quick. How many times have I told you on this program that all they got to do is on the western and eastern seaboard, just just detonate one EMP on each on each coast. And guess what? Boom. We're talking years without power. And, and I have people who say, well, you know, Chad, we like to watch you because we have a little fun and it's funny and you poke fun. And we sometimes we don't want to watch Glenn Beck because he's doom and gloom. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm just telling you that, that we've sat on our asses for so damn long without doing anything. We've allowed these corrupt politicians in Washington, D.C. and in our state houses to receive absolute authority and absolute power with no accountability with no recompense they can do whatever they want to do they can spend your money they can plunge you deeper into trillions of dollars of debt and nobody's going to hold them accountable and we sat on our fat lazy asses and let them do it so now what's going to happen what's going to happen they want to reduce the population they want to set their wildfires they want to do whatever they want to do you don't have a damn chance somebody said to me years ago at a a live show at a at a question and question answer session at a at a meet and greet they said do you think we'll ever have a civil war i said absolutely not they said why and i said because we're too damn lazy too damn lazy and that's what that's what this has gotten us so i want to delve into some of these topics and just talk about not only the way we've gotten lazy but the lazy thinking just the inability to think anymore and uh i don't know try not to get pissed off all right Guys, the Durban Accords, uh, they, it is, ah, that's the wrong thing. That's the wrong one. We got to do, we got to do, uh, make sure we've got the right ad in here. That's the wrong one. So I want to remind you guys, where are they at over here? Barrel Buddy. That's who I need. Barrel Buddy. Barrel Buddy. These guys right here, absolutely phenomenal. I don't know if you guys have gotten them or tried them. This is the package right here. They come in seven different sizes, and those sizes will fit any caliber firearm you own. Now, what is Barrel Buddy? Barrel Buddy is a new and innovative way to clean your firearm and be a responsible gun owner. What you do is you put it on the end of the rod, you push it through the barrel, it will clean the rifling grooves, it will, it will even shine the inside of your barrel. It won't leave behind any residue like the patches or the boar snakes do. It'll gather all the particulates, and it's a safer concept as well. So I want to encourage you guys, go over to BarrelBuddy.com. There's no promo code or anything like this. This is an innovative, cool concept that makes gun ownership so much more convenient because being a responsible gun owner requires that you clean your gun. So I want you to check them out. Go over to BarrelBuddy.com and get some today. We'll be right back. <laughs> Here's what I'm doing. I went over to um, 
chadonblaze.com. That's a fun little URL. And uh, what that does is it takes you to a store, and you can get cool little shirts. Like uh, I visited the White House, and all I got was this crummy T-shirt and a bag of Coke. (laughs) So I'm getting the uh, links here. I'm sending them because I'm I'm ordering some of these things. And uh, you, too, can go to chadonblaze.com. And you can um, and you can grab some of them. You can also search around the Blaze Shop. You can get uh, like this little jacket right here. Um, they got some pretty cool like work clothes over there with the Blaze stuff on there. And I think this is Dickies. I don't know if we're supposed to say that or not, but it's Dickies. <laughs> Dickies is a good American company. Yeah, and um, check them out. All right. Um, oh, if you go shopping this stuff, use promo code Chad. And if it don't work, tell me because I'm gonna slap somebody. <laughs> I just like getting credit. All right. um, What do we want to do? Let's talk about Trump. Guy, I don't want to. I don't want to, but we have to. Play clip. This is Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, Fulton County, Georgia. This is where the indictment, the newest indictment, um, is is coming down. Uh, They're they're even talking about the death penalty here. Um, They're not. Yeah, they're they're not playing around anymore. This was this was the real one. Now, 78 years in prison if convicted, Donald Trump. Yeah. 78 years in prison. They will not be happy until, uh, until they get a mugshot, they get a perp walk. They want jail time. They want Rudy Giuliani behind bars. I mean, they are going after these people. If you think this is a game, this is not a game. You think this is just going to happen in some uh, isolated echo chamber and not affect your life? You are silly if you believe that. This is coming to your doorstep. All of this is coming. If you are a conservative, if you voted Republican in the last couple of elections, I promise you, if you voted Republican in 2020, you, my friend, are, are going to be suspect number one. They're coming after you. That's not doom and gloom. That's just straightforward talk. They, they're going to try. I, I've spoken with so many people who are now up against sham trials because they just happen to be in Washington, D.C., you know, they and again, it doesn't matter. Once they accuse you of something, you're guilty. And and here's the deal. If you're not if you're sitting on a million dollars to defend yourself, and I don't think many of us are sitting on a million dollars that we're ready to sink into a legal fund, um you're not you're not going to be able to fight it. And it doesn't matter because again, the DOJ, the Department of Justice in the United States, has been weaponized against conservatives. You can't convince me otherwise. It has been weaponized. It's weaponized against Donald Trump, and they're coming, and they're going to accuse you. And when they accuse you, it's up to you to try to prove your innocence. But here's the deal: with these sham trials, these sham judges, this sham justice system, it's impossible to prove any form of innocence. And the further you try to go in trying to push for your innocence, the more guilty they're going to make you look. So if you speak out against yourself or about against any of this stuff, you look guilty and you must be guilty. So they're going to push for that. So play clip number one, please. Today, based on information developed by that investigation, a Fulton County grand jury. All right, hang on. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Bill- stop it real quick. I want y'all to notice something as you're watching this because I'm going to play it again. She's giddy. I mean, she's excited, Brandon. Oh, she's laughing, yeah. I mean, I mean, this bitch is giddy. Uh-huh. I mean, she's so happy that she finally gets a little piece of this limelight and gets to get her little ounce of flesh against Donna John Trump. All right? Now watch how happy she is. Play the clip again. Today, 
based on information developed by that investigation, a Fulton County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment, charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn oh. the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. Every individual charged in the indictment is charged with one count of violating Georgia's Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act through participation in a criminal enterprise in Fulton County, Georgia and elsewhere to accomplish the illegal goal of allowing Donald J. Trump to seize the presidential term of office beginning on January 20th, 21. All right. So um, that's a lot of words to say that there's RICO violations and they are offering literally nothing. They, they, she didn't offer anything there. What's the charge? What's the charge? Oh, he tried to take the presidency. I don't know how you take the presidency in Fulton County, Georgia, by questioning election results um, and saying, you know, hey, w- let's get to the bottom of this. If there's something nefarious going on, let's take a look at it. Oh, yeah, that'll put you in prison. And she's giddy with this. But let me tell you what they're really after. And they will not rest until they get this. Play clip number two. We are following our, part, our, our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your status. We we got mugshots ready. Yeah, we got the mugshots ready. Um, so I that's what they're after. That's what they care about. Now, again, this is a sham indictment. This is a sh- This will be a sham trial. All of this stuff will be. Uh, but that's what they're after, and they think that they're going to get their little brownie points from their side of things by delivering. Um, what it is that you re-rees are crying for. I mean, Donald Trump has broken you, absolutely broken you. You got Joe Biden. I mean, I, I don't understand how exactly you got Joe Biden. Again, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm going to be guilty of some kind of RICO violations by saying, I don't think he got more black votes than Barack Obama. I don't think he got 81 million votes. Where'd they come from? I don't know. You won't let us investigate. Y'all won't let us uncover the truth. You won't let us look into it. I mean, the guy has been on vacation more than any other president. I, I, I mean, one of the states in our union has burned to the ground. We're looking at a thousand lives lost. And that son of a bitch is on the beach in, in Delaware with no comment. Y'all got what you wanted. You got what you wanted. You spent four years lying about Donald Trump's so-called election fraud and how he wasn't truly elected and he got elected by Russian collusion. All that was proven false. Where's the accountability for that? Oh, but you're going to get your mugshot. That's all that matters. You're going to get your mugshot. Play clip. uh, It just gets worse from here. Play clip number three and his enablers to try to silence uh, the truth, to try to undermine uh, democracy, uh, have been brought into uh, the light and justice is being pursued. 
One of the things that we've learned by living it in these past few years is that Jesus. democracy needs the trust of the people. That's right. That um, the system of democracy at its heart is the idea that the people get to decide how we are governed. And if we, be- if we no longer believe that our will is effectuated through the system, if bad actors tell us falsely that every election is stolen and that the only way an election is uh, trustworthy as if they come, come out on top of it, um, then something it's, it, it's, it tells you something not just about that person or that moment. It maybe wounds us as a democracy and in a way that is hard to repair. I want to hear Rachel Maddow's definition of what she thinks a democracy is. I, I really would. I, I, these people, they use these term, these they use these terms and it pisses me off because I, I don't I don't you know, they want to sound all patriotic and like they're all after justice and making sure the elections are, you know, fair and good and, and you know, legitimate. And all. Um, are you a journalist? Aren't you supposed to ask the questions? You're a, quote, journalist. I mean, you're supposed to be the ones who should be investigating these things, right? Asking the hard questions and getting to the bottom of it instead of scissoring Hillary Clinton right there on MSNBC. You know, this ass-kissing love fest that goes on where they try to wax eloquent about how— Listen, Rachel Maddow and Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton I've already established, she lost all her credibility with the email scandal as well as Benghazi, as well as the, you know, the— Russian collusion, steel dossier bullshit. But Rachel Maddow, how does she have any credibility? She was 100% wrong when it came to the pandemic and the things that she said about the vaccine. Why is anybody still listening to what that person has to say anymore? And she's going to sit there and lecture you about democracy and the integrity of of elections and how the only ones that anybody from the conservative side of things, they only believe in elections that they win. No, actually, we believe the entire thing is effed up. That's why I've consistently said we need to start from scratch. You need to clean the voter rolls and we need to start all over. Everybody needs to re-register. If it matters, then why not go to all the added precaution necessary to make sure, to make sure. I mean, that's the surefire way to shut us up, right, Rachel? Let's make sure. Let's go back through the process, make sure that every vote is legitimate. Let's make sure that every person voting is legitimate, and then let's let the chips fall where they may. Now, it may turn out that maybe America is really blue. Maybe it, maybe America is progressive. Maybe the majority of Americans do want to cut their children's dicks off. Maybe that's what they that's maybe that's what they really want. Maybe they do want to go by different pronouns, and they want to put people in jail for you know a, putting a meme on social media. Maybe that is what America really does want. Maybe we want to eat synthetic meat. Maybe we want to eat bugs. Maybe we want to be controlled by the UN and the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum. Maybe we want Klaus Schwab to be our global leader. Maybe we do want to bring America down to the level of all the other nations in the world. Maybe we, you know, maybe that's what we want to do is we really, as Americans, we want to send all of our taxpayer dollars to places like Ukraine. And and that's what, that's American values now. Maybe, but let's find out. Just for shits and giggles, Rachel. Just for shits and giggles. Let's find out if those are really the American values. Because I'm kind of questioning whether or not they are. All right. There's a lot to be nervous out there. Um, You open up social media. You turn on the news. All you see is crime. You see societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun. 
and then it sits in a safe. Uh, and if there's ever any an emergency, they're not going to be prepared, and they run the risk of hurting themselves or other people. Um, listen, there's no way around it. you got to train, and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby. Ammo prices are through the roof. Well, iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. So what you do is you simply download the iTarget Pro app. You load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and you start training. You can practice alone. You can compete with friends. You can use it to uh, safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. What you need to do is go to iTargetPro.com. Get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. It's the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. So uh, get yours today. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Use offer code CHAD. We'll be right back. All right, uh, remind everybody, I'll be in La Jolla, California. Be in La Jolla this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Actually, tickets selling pretty good out there. Uh, pretty impressed with myself selling these tickets at the Comedy Store. But come hang out. Uh, there's two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night, one show Sunday night. And then I am going to Nashville for two weeks. I will be taping this show from uh, the Nashville blaze studios and uh so we we won't we won't miss a thing we'll be rocking and rolling but um looking forward to that we're actually recording a new album and we will be uh working on that in uh in nashville so lord willing and everything goes well we will be in la jolla this weekend and then um i will i get to tomorrow night i get to actually spend the night in my own bed be the second time this month second and only time this month and I get to sleep in my own bed. It's overrated. Um, but uh, did you see that deal, Michael Orr, you know, the blind side? Yeah, that's a pretty wild story. Dude, I mean, like, is he just now finding out he didn't make no money off that movie? Uh, apparently. <laughs> I mean, he had a long career, so I don't think he's hurting for cash. But no. Yeah, that's a, pretty, that's a pretty weird turn for that story to take. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you know, they. if you've seen the movie The Blind Side, you know the story we're talking about, Michael Orr, who went on to play... Um, uh, uh, offensive line for uh, Baltimore Ravens. And um, he was, of course, adopted by this family. And, well, apparently he wasn't adopted. Apparently he was never legally adopted. And, and they were his, um, they got all the money. And um, that's an interesting deal. I mean, it's like, wow, did you just now figuring that out? Apparently he did not make any money off of that movie. But again, as a professional athlete, I think he, like you said, he did pretty well for himself. Uh, play, let's let's we got a clip on that. Play clip number eight. I'm gonna preface in case someone says this 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 freaking guy. I'm not gonna listen to him anymore. I'm, I'm gonna preface by saying that um, I, I love Mike at 16. I love Mike at now he's what 16 and a half years old, 37, um, and I love him at 67. So there, there's not gonna be any legal dossier or or. Um, thing that happens is going to be, you know, go like, screw that guy. It's, it's not the case. I'll, I'll be mad at him. Um, but to your initial point, no, I mean, if he says he learned that in February, I find that hard to believe. There's, I went back to my text today to look at, uh, I was curious today randomly to go back to look at our family group texts and, and text to see what things had been said. And there were things back in 2020, 2021 that they were like, you know, if you guys give me this much, then I won't go public with things. And um, so I don't know that's true. I think everyone learned in, the past year about 
the, the conservative stuff because of Britney Spears. So maybe that's the case. Yeah. So that's Sean Tui Jr. That's that's his little brother. Yeah, that's the kid from the, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, but he basically said, look, I get why he's mad, you know, on him not receiving the payment. But again, these conservatorships, man, um, which he brought up, Britney Spears. Well, I think Britney kind of needs to go back under the conservatorship. Yeah, she they probably need to, to bring a, Britney back under the leash yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she got bit. a bit cuckoo. My girlfriend's obsessed with that. Like, <laughs> like so many of these women I talk to, and they were always checking to see what Britney's doing. Is she, she's a free Britney person? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, still? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you watch some of the recent videos she's putting out and be like, eh. Well, you yeah, gotta you understand. Probably control her money. Yeah, from CJ's perspective, she's she's thinking she just wants the comments to be where she can make people can make comments. <laughs> <laughs> she just hates <clears throat> that the comments are turned off on Instagram. <laughs> that that's the depth that she's operating at. Uh, I shouldn't speak about her her when she's not here to defend herself, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, I, dude, did you see this is off topic, but. Don't don't be deceived into into supporting Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Okay, I, you know I was listening to some. I was reading this morning on some things, and you know he came out and he said that he would consider doing a federal ban on abortion after the first trimester, so after three months. And the Democrat, the Democratic Party, went absolutely apeshit nuts on him. And he backtracked on that and said, no, no, it's the woman's choice all the way up to birth. Um, These guys, I mean, the fact that you would flip-flop on that, one, first of all, he's not pro-life. So as a pro-life person, regardless of what you believe on all that, I am a pro-life person. I believe that human beings have the right to life. Um, And... uh, so I, again, RFK Jr. I appreciate what he said about vaccines and, and and medical freedom, but he's never been a guy that I was even halfway tempted to say, you know what, we need to check this guy out and throw some support behind him. Um, do I like him better than Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah, I like I like the the pillow on that couch over there better than I like Joe Biden. And I think the pillow over there could do a better job. Can we get a shot of that pillow? Is there, is there any way that pillow right there? That's the one. That one has more personality than Joe Biden, and it's blue. And it's blue, so it's, it's already left-leaning. But uh, RFK Jr., these guys, their moral compass is all screwed up, man. And if a guy like that can get a little bit of pressure back from the DNC, and he says, oh, no, wait a minute, let me backtrack on what I said. We wouldn't actually do a federal ban on abortions after three months pregnancy. It's up to the woman to do whatever she wants to do. Um. Yeah, your moral compass is all screwed up. So if you, any of you out there and you're conservative and you've been entertaining this idea of uh, flipping over to the Democratic Party and voting for a guy like RFK because you think that he has the ability to beat Joe Biden, one, he doesn't. Whoever, whoever the DNC sets up as their candidate, RFK will not beat them in the primary. He does not have the ability to do it. It's not going to happen. Uh, that whole deal, let me use a phrase, it's rigged, okay? It's rigged. When they put the candidate out there that they want, that will be the person who's going to get the nomination. I said from the very beginning of the primary process that Joe Biden would be the president, the Democrat presidential 
Canada. I said from the very beginning, if you'll go back and look, you know why? Because I'm always right. That was their guy. He was, he was the guy that wasn't going to ruffle any feathers. He's not an ideologue. He's not a radical. He's not outspoken. He was willing to just take his good old boy country club presidential appointment because it was his turn to do it, and uh, they knew he would do whatever they told him to do. He wasn't going to push back on anything, all right? So they picked him. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. does not have a shot in hell at any of that. So don't, don't. You're like, oh, I don't like it when you get so dogmatic, Chad. And you know what? I don't give a damn. <laughs> that's that's kind of where it's kind of where I exist. I don't I don't care if you think I'm offensive or abrasive or straightforward and dogmatic and black and white without a, not a lot of grace or gray areas. I really don't give a damn. I really don't. We're at a point now where there ain't no dams worth giving. Um, the world is on fire, folks. And um, damn it, Michael Orr didn't get his money from the movie. He got blindsided. <laughs> he got blindsided. Oh, God, why didn't I think of that tweet? Because I didn't care. Because <laughs> I just didn't care. Um, oh, my God, a million, a multimillionaire professional athlete didn't get, the, you know. Yeah, and, and from what I remember of the movie, the family's pretty well off, too. So it just Oh, kinda, the toys are loaded, bro. Yeah, it just seems like rich people arguing over pocket change. Yeah. I mean, the Tuies were like, they're like big time in fast food restaurants, if I remember right. I mean, you don't become an SEC booster by being poor. No. Yeah. No. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah. I can't remember if it was Wendy's franchises or something like that, but somebody will go to where podcasts are offered and correct me, okay? Uh, all right, guys, since the early days of Blaze TV, we've been fortunate to work with the folks over at Relief Factor. They brought us an uh, unknown anti-inflammatory, and they showed it to us years ago, and they were bringing it out on the marketplace. They tested it in their hometown of Seattle, and it showed remarkable abilities to reduce pain for a lot of different types of chronic ailments. Relief Factor's cool, man. I love it. I take it. It's an all-natural alternative to pain medications that I trust to keep me pain-free. Inflammation is not only the chief cause of pain, but it's a factor in many other diseases. Relief Factor's always working to keep your inflammation markers in check. So there's hundreds of thousands of people who order Relief Factor every month, and about 70% reorder it because it works, and it can uh, it can work for you. So I want you to get the trial pack. It's only $19.95. And I want you to see if it'll work for you to reduce your pain. So go to relieffactor.com or you can call them 800, the number four, relief, uh, relieffactor.com. They got a pretty cool uh, relief sleep, relief factor sleep as well. You might want to check that out while you're over there. Relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. All right, I told you, talking about how you think about these things and, and how you approach this crazy chaos that's going on in our world. You know, something that's interesting um, is this story, um, all of this stuff about this Oliver Anthony guy who's, the, who's singing the song. I can't believe this many people are triggered over a country music song. It's a country music song. I mean... They're, they are. They have picked this thing, the lyrics to pieces. I mean, I, I did less diagramming when I was teaching Greek. Um, the, I mean, these people have plucked it apart. They've looked at it from every angle. Uh, Variety, Rolling Stone, you name it. Everybody's talking about this guy and his song. 
And they're saying, oh, he's got all these big financial backers on the right. He's not political. In fact, he's come out a lot and said, I don't want to be on political shows. He doesn't want to go on Glenn. He doesn't want to come on this show. He's like, I don't, I just want to, you know, I'm kind of straight down the middle kind of person. He wrote a protest song and sung it. And a lot of people liked it. It resonated with some people. But again, because people like me and some others shared it, some conservatives that came out and said, you know what, this rings true with what we feel. Oh, they got to decimate the whole thing. So what they do, these progressive reries on the left, I'm holding the Variety magazine article, and it's very long. I wish I could read it to you. Maybe tomorrow I'll get into some of it. But um, they talk about how they're like, well, you know, this guy, he seems innocent enough. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. This guy seems innocent enough. I mean, he, he says he's kind of middle of the road, doesn't want to be political, but by God, we're going to make it political, damn it. We're going to make it as political as hell. And that's exactly what you know, these things are doing. It's kind of this, oh, well, uh, whether Anthony really is an ideologue in good old boy's clothing remains to be seen. Uh, when he does stick with social issues, he doesn't seem like a political scientist exactly. The only three issues he addresses in his plaints against politicians are high taxes, welfare queens, and child trafficking. His focus on the latter, which is the sole topic he addressed in his YouTube monologue, has led to the suspicion that he may harbor or re represent QAnon views. Since that is a key boogaboo of that movement, although he has been limited in how conspiratorial he has publicly gotten. Ah, how dare he say human trafficking is bad. My favorite quote from that article is that he uh, he talks more about pot than politics. Yeah. Which I thought that was really funny. They're trying, they really are trying so hard to make this a thing. But even in their own article, they're like, well, yeah, he's not really that political. He kind of just writing about, you know, smoking weed and drinking. But, but yeah. he's got one song where he kind of criticizes our politicians, right-wing extremists. He's a right-wing QAnon plant. Yeah, he's a night. He's a political ideologue in good old boy clothing. And all I can think about is like, you know, 10 years ago, he would have won American Idol and we would have all celebrated him. Oh, yeah. He'd have been he'd have been the star of American. Oh, the good old country boy taking the oh. the nation by storm on American Idol. Yeah, he sang a song that resonated with people. And again, this goes back to the original point when I told you they're coming after you. That's why, again, they're not mad at Oliver Anthony or his song. It's a country song. No one gives a shit. <laughs> it's a, just a country song by a country bumpkin who put a song out there, and people go, yeah, I like that. That was kind of cool. I like that phrase. I like the way you twisted that around and, and did what you did. That was kind of cool. But because you liked it, they'll, they'll try to destroy this kid. They'll try to destroy him because you liked it. Because, again, they're going to come after anything that you put out there. Again, we would have never really known that Jason Aldean put out a song called Try That in a Small Town if they hadn't hated it so damn much. And we were like, oh, there's this song we're supposed to listen to. And so it's a right-wing dog whistle. I, I don't listen to Jason Aldean music. That's not my deal. I know you think that that's what we do. We sit around and circle jerk to Jason Aldean. But we don't. I, I don't even consider what Jason Aldean does country music. Uh, it's not. And so <laughs> we, 
We're not. It, the fact that you guys propped it up as such and made it out to be this, some kind of big deal, it's like, oh, and then you lump everybody in there because, again, they're coming after you. They're coming after you. If you like something, you support something, you prop something up, they will search deep, deep, deep and try to figure out where the QAnon conspiracy is because, again, that's the dog whistle. Oh, QAnon. I don't know what the F QAnon is. I really yeah. don't. It's, it would take too long to explain, but at, yeah. this, at this point, it's just a label. I don't think even the people using the phrase even know what it they is. They don't have a clue, just like using yeah. the word fascism or Nazism or racism. They yeah. don't have a clue what those... Or Rachel Maddow talking about undermining democracy. <laughs> I would love to hear her talk to me about what she thinks democracy is and how exactly it's being undermined whenever someone says, you know what, that election... Seems awfully questionable. Awfully questionable. I mean, I have yet to see anybody out there wearing a Joe Biden t-shirt or hat and going, man, this is our guy. This is our guy. So the fact that that doesn't happen, like literally nobody's excited about Joe Biden, makes me wonder if the election was fraudulent. Okay. I think there's a podcast out there you guys are going to like. Uh, you know how wild the world has gotten. People turn the truth upside down all the time. Kids are being misled. Marriages are falling apart. The Christian values that held this country together are going out the window. So we need to share God's truth more than ever. That's what the podcast Refocus with Jim Daly is all about. Jim Daly, he's the president of Focus on the Family. If you don't know about Focus on the Family, uh, you need to take a look at them. They're a great Christian organization. They've been helping families follow their faith for over 40 years. And Jim Daly's been the president for almost 20 years, and he's helped millions of people share God's truth. So he knows his stuff. Now, on the Refocus podcast, Jim talks to other experts about things you probably deal with all the time, such as sharing your faith in a cancel culture, dealing with woke politics, and all that other crazy stuff. So check out Refocus with Jim Daly on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. That's Refocus with Jim Daly. We'll be right back. All right, don't forget, guys, La Jolla, California. But I love putting that stuff on uh, social media when I say I'm going to be in California. People losing their minds about me going to California. I'm actually excited to go because it's going to be a high of 75. <laughs> Oh. And I need that temperature in my life. Yeah. God, I miss the weather. I need that temperature in my life, boys. Um, it's, uh, it's 108 degrees here in uh, Irving, Texas. And I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, so anyway, going out to La Jolla, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night at the Comedy Store. I got a ton of shows coming up later on uh, this year. We're going to be bouncing around the country a little bit. And I uh, got some fun stuff coming. So... This second half of the year is going to be action-packed, and I say second half, gosh, we're in the middle of August. <laughs> we're in the middle of August. Ah, Go over to uh, chadonblaze.com. Do some shopping. Get into some of the other collaborations over there, but whatever you buy, use promo code CHAD so I get the credit for it, okay? This is capitalism, people. I might make like five bucks a shirt that gets sold, but that's five bucks. That's five bucks, and I want it to add up. I know you guys think I'm over here rolling in the dough, and I am. But I want to be rolling in more, okay? I want to be rolling in more. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, subscribe to the Blaze, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save on an annual subscription. I saw Glenn Beck wandering around here earlier today. Glenn's in town, dude. He's back. That's some, I'm telling you, it's, it's something, something's up. 
That's true. You know, when Glenn comes back, that means something. Something bad's about to happen. Something's going on, man. This guy, he's got, he's got an insider. His red phone must have rang, and he's like, "Oh, here we, here we go." But um, you know, I was uh, sitting there earlier today, and I was thinking about how humbled I am that we have this platform here at the Blaze. I, I hope we get to keep it. I hope we get to keep this show going. And I'm humbled by the fact that you guys are willing to sit and listen to us every night and allow us into your brains a little bit. We love you for that, and we are greatly appreciative. We'll see you tomorrow night. We love you. God bless you. Bye.